This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. Hey, hey, what is happening, you guys? Welcome to a Tuesday Tune-Up. I am J.M. Ryerson. And I'm Lisa. So we are doing Let's Go Win Podcasts and... The Tuesday tune-ups, if you guys haven't figured this out, it's all about things that we're passionate about. And today, we're going to be talking about how to scale your business because I'm passionate about business. I love being an entrepreneur. It's been so amazing to our family for so long, but I definitely learned a lot along the way, mistakes that I certainly made that could have grown my businesses faster. And so that's what I want to share with you guys today is some of the ideas behind scaling your business. And so I'm calling those the ABCs of how to scale your business. So uh, any thoughts on that? Because you've watched all of these businesses, some take off, (laughs) some not so much. And you've gone through all of it with, you know, along the way, you know, it's definitely a team effort. So any thoughts before I dive into it? Uh, No, it's. It's a struggle for sure sometimes, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, but we've definitely learned from our failures, I believe, and I've had businesses myself um, alongside with yours that some have failed and some have done great. So yeah, you bruise your knee along the way, your knees along the way, but you'll figure it out. What she's really saying is I bruised our knees a little bit as well on Let's Go In because I didn't want to brand J.M. Ryerson, right? The, The it's okay. Tell the audience. I didn't want to brand J.M. Ryerson because it's about let's go in the movement. However, that has been a bit of a slow of growth with let's go in. So some of the focus you'll see is J.M. Ryerson with let's go in, even though that's not my intent, but I want to get this message out there even more. So are you bringing that energy to the table? No, not at all. <laughs> yes, she is. And that's okay because guess what? You're going to make mistakes, but I will say this. The first A of the ABCs is acquiring A players. Now, I learned this more in my first, definitely my first company than ever. And I'm so glad to learn this lesson. When you hire A players, other A players want to be around them. But if you hire, let's say you're surrounding yourself with a bunch of D players, A players aren't going to come work on your team. And so, so often people will just, if there's a heartbeat, they'll, they'll hire somebody on, but that that's not going to work at least to really scale your business. You have to be very picky. If you will, they have to be clear about who you guys are, your core values. And that is a mistake I definitely made out of the gate because you're like, oh, we got to grow. And so you just kind of start growing. You're hiring anybody and everybody. But the truth is, if you're, your A players won't come work with C and D players. So you've definitely experienced this as well as you grew teams. What, what, are your, what did you discover in your journey? Yeah, and if you're bringing on the wrong people, right? Not saying that they're bad people. They just might not, might not be the best fit for your company. Um then you're spending a lot of time trying to help these so-called D players, right? They could be A players in a whole nother industry, but in your industry, they probably weren't the right fit. And so I'm, I was spinning my wheels for years, like trying to help them along and do everything for them. And at the end of the day, you're wasting all this time 
you know, for like a year or two, sometimes three. And then finally you realize like, oh my gosh, maybe it's time to bring on somebody that is a right fit because, you know, those individuals weren't. And I, I wasted years, you know, trying to build that because I really, truly believed in them. And I think the problem is too, is when you care more about mm. their career, um, more than they care about their career, that's a big, tall, you know, a big sign. You cannot want it more than they do. And that is a mistake, especially you managers or leaders out there that if you're listening and you have those big hearts and you're like, I see the potential in them and you want it more, just stop because I've made this mistake. That's what you're talking about. You cannot want it more than that person, no matter how gifted or talented if you're the one that is pushing and you're the one that is always having to breathe vision into them, always having to revive them, just stop because it's not working. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad you brought that up. And so I have a saying that you probably heard before, but I'm slow to hire and quick to fire. That doesn't mean I want to fire. Trust me. That is like actually the last thing. But what I am saying is being selective, finding your interview process. And I did write about this and we'll talk about it on an upcoming episode. But when you figure out your process of finding those A players, then it makes it easier when you can, you're slow to hire. Mm -hmm. And part of that was that, that third interview for us, which is bringing that spouse in. And that's the one that we'll definitely talk about in a future episode. But that has saved so much time. So if you're sitting there and you're wondering why is it not working, take a look around. Do you have A players? Do you have B players? Do you have C players? And like Lisa said, it may be that they're an A player just in a different industry. Right. Maybe sales, if that's what you're building, isn't their cup of tea, but they would be awesome in an admin role. And so that's another thing to really look for. So the second part, the B of the ABCs, is breathing your core values. Now, it's not the first time you've heard me talk about this, and it won't be the last. Your core values are who you are. It is literally the DNA of your company. Now, if you're like me, you wrote all these great values, and you put it up somewhere, and you expected everybody to just know those are your core values. That doesn't work. You literally need to talk about it every single day. Every single meeting, what do we do when we start our meetings? We go through our mantras. We go through our vision and our values. And the values are three core values that everyone is completely aware of. Now, if you happen to go through the holidays and maybe you had a little too much eggnog, maybe you forgot those core values. You should probably talk about it a little bit in the meetings in you should remind them why we're here today. And the reason that's so important, whether you are uh, needing to reprimand somebody or if you are needing to actually give them a pat on the back, it's going to come down to those core values. Those people really living and breathing those core values. And so it makes it so much easier because it's no longer personal. This is, uh, it, if they're acting courageously in, in our example, courage is one of our core values. That's an easy one to say, Hey, great job. What a courageous act you did, or you weren't acting that way. Can we, can we talk about it? So 
How have you experienced that with the core values? Because you probably ad nauseum hear me talk about it. but Yes, we've been through a lot of core values in many different companies. Um, but it's, it's important, right? Because it's what your company stands for. So I think it's really important that each and every employee, team member that you have, whatever it may be, that they understand that because that's what you stand for. And if you don't have that foundation. I always look at it as a foundation. If you don't have that foundation to go back to, then it's kind of a free for all. Then, you know, what are, what are we all doing here at that time? So it's important to have them for sure. Yeah. And it'll help scale again, because once you have everybody clear on what those core values are, then they'll start to attract or bring those people to you. Mm -hmm. That was what was so amazing to me is when we started talking more and more about the core values of who we are, that made Everything in in recruiting, in bringing on the right A players, going back to the A, so much easier and so much faster that that truly made the scaling part so much easier. The other part is now you're being authentic. Now you're clearly being what you want to be, showing up the way you want to show up, not the way it, it sounds good on some board, but these are our core values. And the last C is committing to your vision. Now, Committing to your vision, I'm not saying you're interested. I'm saying we are deeply committed to our vision. So, for instance, again, if you happen to be frustrated with what's happening with the company, and I'm this is kind of personal right now because we want the company to grow faster with Let's Go Win, right? This is my fourth company that I've been a part of growing. And there's always this moment where you're doing all the work, but it's not exploding maybe the way you want it to. You believe in it. And that's when you have to commit and double down on that vision even more. So thoughts on that? Thoughts on committing to your vision? Yeah. Yeah. It's important. <laughs> Everybody should commit to your vision, right? Or else it's not gonna, it's not gonna go anywhere. So I mean, but the company's I, not gonna go anywhere. Correct. And when I say commit, I'm talking differently than just being interested. Right. Like a commitment is regardless of the repercussions. So regardless of what's going to happen. And again, I'll throw myself on the sword here. So giving the example of the growing and making it not about me, I made it about myself. So I wasn't actually committed to the vision, believe it or not. And I'm realizing this, all right? These are mistakes that are made. And regardless how many companies you build, you might figure this out. I apparently... I'm a, I learned the hard way, but I wasn't fully committed to the vision because not wanting to make it about myself, I made it about myself and it has actually slowed the growth. So what I committed to is, look, I made the mistake. I said, I made this mistake there. Here's the air. Let's pivot. Let's make this change. And I think that's, that's, that's being committed to your vision. It's like, I didn't lose the vision. I just wasn't necessarily committed. I was interested in it. That's good. Glad you came to that realization. She is being so kind and not just giving it to me. And that's fine. Hey, by the way, did you notice we're wearing the same color shirt today? Weird. That is weird. I think I got dressed first, so I don't know what you're doing. Why are you copying me? Uh, apparently gray looked like it'd be a good time. <laughs> um, and so lastly, in D is just developing your business scaling strategy and checking in on it because if you're not checking in and going through your metrics, which by the way, if you are new to business, you can start running your ass off 
and forget to actually check in on what's happening. So you're not actually pointed at a specific direction. You're just running around like crazy. So often it's when you step back, take that time away, really make sure on a quarterly basis at a minimum that you're looking at, is it working? And if not, what do we need to change? And having those metrics are so important so that you're not just focused on running around like crazy, working your tail off, but not getting the results. So any thoughts on that? Yeah, it's all about being efficient, right? And it's being, I mean, I'm super OCD as some people like to call it organized. And I mean, I've always, every business I've ran, there was always stepping stones. It's like, what do we have to do first? What's the most important? And then, you know, you look back and you go, okay, we did all these things. What's, what are the next steps? Um, I'm not going to name any names, but there are some individuals that I have been in business with that likes to take a lot of spaghetti and then just throw it to the wall and see what works. And, and sometimes, I mean, it's worked, right? Sometimes you have to do that. But I think the easiest, less painful way of scaling your business is making sure you go, okay, what's first, right? Like, so for example, I'm starting, my nonprofit is starting um, January 1st. I am first step, build a website. Once I get that done, second step, start, you know, start planning for an event. Third step is getting, um, you know, the PayPal account set up so people can donate and do all these things. And so there's steps to every process. And I think we operate so different, which is why there's sometimes frustration. Um, cause I like to take my time and I like to take steps. Jape, on the other hand, is more of a risk taker. So for example, if we went to do rock jumping or cliff diving, which I would never go, but he'll just go and he won't sit there and, you know, look at how deep is the water? Am I going to kill myself if I go head first? Am I going to break my legs if I go feet first? And so there's a lot of that, which sometimes can work or not. Um, or there's more analytical or preparation that goes into it going, okay, how deep is the water? All that stuff. So it's just really, I think a mix between the two is the perfect scenario. So I do look just clearly, I do look, I just don't test. It's like, I look and I know it's going to work out. That's, that is what bothers most. Look, I know it's going to work out. Maybe not as efficiently, but I know it's going to work out. And that also served me, but you brought something up and we're going to go a little bit over time because this is important. Going back to that A player, this is where you fit into those roles. So for instance, one of the things that we have done in reflection of 2021 going into 2022 is what are we doing that we enjoy doing and what can we perhaps outsource or we're not good at? And so that's, again, part of that checking in process. So I, again, I don't get frustrated really. I I just, I believe I'm an optimist by heart. I just am. I know it's going to work out. Could it be better? Yeah, probably so. So I would love to hear how people scaled their business because I certainly don't know at all. I don't claim to. In fact, I'd love to learn more. I know what's worked for me, but I'd love to hear how it's more efficient. Where can they send it to us? Yeah, email us anytime at info at letsgoin.com or visit us on any of the social media outlets and comment on our posts or post on there, whatever you want to do. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, my ask would be, guys, subscribe share the podcast, get it out there. Ultimately, you're going to see my name more. That's because we're going to grow. Let's go win as a movement. I believe in it, but you can help with that endeavor 
by sharing and subscribing. So until next time, remember your mindset matters. Have an awesome week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to letsgowinpodcast.com for information on my coaching courses, and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson.